0: What the fuck was that? Are they are they doing construction?
1: At this time? uh, At this time of day? This time of day? Possibly.
0: Probably. (laughs) You guys know how like when you go into a house and somebody's making French toast? (laughs) It's it's a metaphor, you know.
2: This movie was a metaphor. Welcome to the pod,
0: people! And we're back with another mini pod. I'm your host, Veronica, and I'm joined by my good friends, Rosa and Deanna. Kantea, Kantea, you, you, makes, makes your, your floors floor so really shiny. clean and shiny. Um, yeah, so I'm actually Matisse Van and I'm joined, as always, by Eugene Lundeen. I'm...
1: I wet the bed again, guys. I promise it won't happen again. Uh, but I can't promise that I won't wet my uh, my chair. So I'll have to see how this
0: episode goes. What do you have to say about that, Ben Sheets? I, I don't know. I, I just
2: can't see what he's doing. My eyes are rolled into the back of my head like The Undertaker.
0: Do you think The Undertaker does that because he sees demons and he doesn't want to see them anymore?
2: I think he sees the demons in his head.
0: Oh, shit. No, that's that's Randy Orton and their voices. (laughs) They talk to me. So this week we're coming at you with a review of the uh, 2017 Spanish horror flick Veronica that's been very popular on Netflix recently. Um, this review was requested by friend of the show, Katie Connell. Thank you for your recommendation, Katie. This movie is directed by Paco Plaza, who did, uh, the first three of the four Wreck movies. Yeah. I've only seen the first one, but I liked it. Yeah, I,
2: I've only seen the first two. I, I thought it was a pretty solid, you know, early found footage movie.
0: Yeah, I, I, I saw the first one for the first time like two-ish years ago, I guess. But I had seen Quarantine when it came out, uh, the American remake, and that's a very stupid
2: movie. Well, the thing about Wreck is it's super short. It's only like 70 minutes, I think, 70, 80 minutes. So it doesn't have a chance to overstay its welcome, which I think is the reason why people like it.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, for its premise, it, it works pretty well in a short time frame. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, this movie is uh, one of those based-on-a-true-story, demonic possession kind of things. Yeah,
2: I don't know why they did the based-on-the-true-story thing. I feel like it kind of hindered
1: it. No, because they, they began the, the movie with this... Uh, It's a police call, the girl frantically asking for help. Someone's in the house. And then there's a subtitle crawl once the officer gets there, re-explaining that the officers were called to this apartment because someone was calling for help. And then the movie does the classic thing. It jumps back three days earlier.
0: (laughs) Yeah, so we get to see the escalation up to whatever spookiness is going on. I mean, I guess this supposedly is based on a true story something that happened in in spain in uh 1991 says an 18 year old after playing with ouija boards with two classmates prior uh six months prior started to experience strong paranormal activity in her home and then she died on august 14th 1991 um and then there was some more paranormal activity and only one police report was filed by the Spanish police.
1: I've heard a lot of people compare this to, like, The Conjuring. But we're in The Conjuring, the investigators, like, uh, the Warrens, right? Right. Uh, they come in around, like, the halfway point. So that's, that's really what the movie's built around when they get there. Whereas with this, it's just sort of, like, an excuse to just tell a basic, like, demon possession story. So I don't yeah. even know what the real or well, like what paranormal stuff they show something at the end but it's like well yeah does it say
0: in the report i mean or? it's i all i'm looking at is on the fucking imdb <laughs> oh, it, it just says that the that the supernatural events uh in, increased in regularity after she died and that the police report details the supernatural events observed in the house I don't know if you want to go try to track it down. Yeah, I feel in like hours. in most de- demonic
2: possession movies, you get those exorcist, demon hunter characters,
1: ghost hunter
2: kind of. Because that's how right. you, you
1: sort of add the the legitimacy in a you way. Ground a exactly, right. more, you, you ground
2: it exactly right. You ground it.
1: You give people a reason to to be like, oh, like how was this? How does anyone know this actually happens? Because oh, there were investigators or other people that wanted yeah. to were there and Which, I mean, it. you know,
2: I like that they didn't have those investigators. I thought it was interesting. I think that would have made it more obnoxious. But, but the problem is they didn't do anything interesting with the, the demonic stuff besides that. Right, you know, and if like- you're
1: not going to do anything with, like, the police report stuff, then just don't I feel like it's such a weird, weird bookend to try and tie it into this investigation that doesn't really get explored in the actual movie because most of it's centered around this this girl, Veronica, going crazy. Basically.
0: Yeah, I mean, I when I had seen the preview for this the first time, I, I thought that it seemed like The Conjuring. Um, after watching it, it does seem very much like a James Wan film, but more like insidious than the conjuring which i mean insidious is a film that i'm extremely lukewarm on in general i think the conjuring is much better but it's it's just a very like by the numbers evil ghost slash demon yeah haunting a family story. yeah it felt very uninspired in how
2: how much it kind of Followed the tropes of the genre. You know?
0: Yeah, I mean, I I said in the last episode that I was hoping that there would be like a, a more unique like cultural perspective. Maybe maybe get some more like because it takes place in Madrid, so maybe get like some some sort of like uh, like Spanish ghost lore or something like that. But I mean, it really didn't feel like well, they oddly incorporated norwegian yeah like when she's when she starts being haunted this this booklet she has gives her like a like a norse protection symbol that she draws all over the place that i thought that was really weird she tells at one
2: point in the movie she tells her like four-year-old brother to draw like this super complicated like icon that's supposed
0: to like be a symbol of protection well the i don't i don't know why she did that either i mean we're getting way ahead of ourselves but when she draws them and, like, hangs them up on the wall or, like, from the ceiling earlier, the demon just sets them on fire, like, no problem. And then yeah. she tells her her four-year-old brother to go scribble this extremely complex warding symbol all over the walls of the house. They've already
2: shown that that stuff doesn't work at all.
0: Right. No, that was a bit confusing to me. But to back up, to give a little more context while Eugene is still researching...
1: I just, it's so hard to find anything specific, because it says its it's been verified by by police that were uh, investigating it, but it doesn't actually say anything that happened to them that made them say that. That sounds like a hoax. Um, and, and also that this happens over a three-day period in the movie, but in real life, this was like over a six-month period. Yeah, why did they and, have to um, condense it so much? I guess it just... Uh, you gotta raise the stakes. Okay. If, if it was six months, well, what's, you know, what's like here. I mean, it would have been. I guess that's just not as as cool of a time to start going crazy it if, she, if she's slowly weekend.
2: haunting her family over six
0: months it's not as spooky as if it's all in three days that did happen really fast That's i mean a good point. i know we're being facetious but i do think it might have been interesting had it been over a longer period of oh, time i, I uh, to I, sort I, of I could, have I like a that. like a slow burn like i think would would make the like her madness seem more interesting well, rather that... than just like this very dramatic escal- escalation over the next I, 3 days. I agree in theory, but
2: I think in practice I don't know if I'd trust uh, them to do that correctly. I don't know in this if movie, I would either. Considering how they, you know, followed
1: through on a lot of the stuff as it is now. One of the problems I had with it while watching is it it feels all so rushed. Like once the uh, the 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 spooky stuff begins to happen, it feels like nothing is really set up or explained enough to the point where it just it sort of occurs. And then she figures out a way to try and fix it, which which seems incredibly obvious. There's just like little conflicts that are set up with like the friends because she um. She, she does this, uh, the seance, the, the, well, the right. reason why all this spooky stuff begins to happen is because. We should start there. During a, uh, eclipse, which there's science teachers talking about, I guess, and then she goes into this whole, um, this whole other thing about human sacrifice, which like, get on the topic, lady. But she's, here, like, lady. she's like,
0: you'll be, but you'll talk about more uh more of this later in history. Right. Class.
1: <laughs> so yeah. she like openly acknowledges, like, yeah, I just wanna I just wanna bring this shit up. Her and her friends go down and uh she wants to try and talk with her uh with her father who i guess they they don't explain how he he died but we it's nope, just assumed that he No but uh, she brings a picture of him with a nice healthy hold, holding an enormous bowl of paella yeah, I would have preferred that if uh, she did the seance and they they, they got the paella back. <laughs> and if that was haunting her oh, throughout yeah. the oh, movie.
0: Haunted paella? Now there's an idea no. for a movie. So much <laughs> shrimp and <laughs> so much shrimp and chicken that had to die for this. They're it's, angry. It's, They're it's, pissed. A, it's a spectral bowl of paella haunting somebody with a severe shellfish allergy. <laughs> <laughs> um, um yeah, she she and her friends go and uh Down into the basement of the school and use like a toy Ouija board to try to contact the ghost of her father. And it comes with these like instruction booklets that it calls the encyclopedia of the occult. But they just look (laughs) like uh, spooky zoo books. Yeah. Y'all remember zoo books back in the day? That was the shit, dude. Yeah, I never had any. My parents would never
2: buy them. Oh no, I would only checked
0: them out from the library. Bingo. Yep, that's what I did too, because my parents were not about to get me those zoo books yeah. on fucking TV, but they had them in the library. But anyway, just like the fact that they, they have this like toy Ouija board that like contacts a demon that starts haunting Veronica with instructions on how to do such, that you can just buy in the store, is like if fucking Hasbro was selling, like, actually haunted Ouija boards. <laughs> like, if that Supernatural-themed Ouija board that you have, Eugene, like, at- would actually contact demons. Oh, yes, yeah, and Supernatural not, like... You know,
1: oh, it's haunted. No, but like the show, show. (laughs) Supernatural. But I did find it on the side of the road, so uh, (laughs) So it it might actually be. It might actually. It's a supernatural supernatural Ouija board. All the better. Haven't gotten to try it. No
2: one wants to. No one wants to try it with me. We don't have the proper method to say goodbye to whatever (laughs) we we greet within it.
1: Uh, Um, Ouija boards are just. uh, It seems like a great uh, cop out for. for any any screenwriter out there, just like right, creative like, demonic, a yeah, right. Was, but- uh, I'm pretty sure even in The Exorcist they use a Ouija board. Well, at
0: least at least usually in movies like that the The Ouija board will be like one that they found in the attic of this old house, or that was like passed down to them by like a mysterious great aunt, or That's something. True, right? The, but this is Ouija one that itself. they just bought at the store with <laughs> with with instruction booklets that she ends up using to try to banish the demon later. Instruction booklets from like a Hasbro Ouija board which is strange too they set up the whole that's where she gets the the viking uh warding uh, yes. symbol too <laughs> But she
1: uh, – because they they make that point about human sacrifices on an eclipse. But what they're doing isn't a a sacrifice or anything at all. They're trying to – so they they could have done that Ouija board seance stuff on any night. Well, see, that's what I was thinking
0: too. I thought surely at least the the way – I thought they were going to kill a cat or something. Like surely at at least the way they were portraying the eclipse at the beginning and all of like the – the symbolism and like the match cuts that they would do with like the sun being eclipsed and stuff like that. I thought surely that was like significant, but then later they just do another seance like three days later, like in, in their house. (laughs) Yeah. So it's like, and at the end of the first seance, the Ouija board splits in half and she tapes it back together for the second seance and it just splits in half again why doesn't she just go out and buy another Ouija board? That's true. She, she did it. Out She the... did it earlier because she needed the instruction booklets, but she threw out the Ouija board. Why didn't she just use that one? Because yeah. it sort of established
1: the board itself isn't the important part, or at least it shouldn't be. I mean, I it's pretty. Like mass
0: produced. She buys it from like a magazine stand. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Uh, Fucking plastic wrapped and with these zoo book
1: instruction yeah. booklets. Well, uh, the uh, the other thing about this character Veronica is that her uh, her mother is a uh, is, is is a very busy woman working at a bar, so she's for like sort of a left, million
0: hours a day. Right, she's
1: she shows up like once in the house, and then the rest of it she's either at the bar or like coming back to the house. Right, so
0: fifteen year old Veronica has to basically play mother to her three younger siblings. Which
1: first one that I I I, at first I thought it was just she was gonna be like a like a teen single mother or something. I'm like, that's fucked up. She already has three kids. (laughs) Like, damn.
0: Yeah, she way too young.
1: Yeah. (laughs) But she sells braces and everything and she's uh and uh as they they explain after the um the the séance goes wrong that she also has not been on her period yet, so like a lot of uh, great horror movies about uh, possessions of especially young females, it's also it's a it's about a womanly passage. It's a metaphor, Eugene. <laughs> yes, like French toast. <laughs> Do you know what a metaphor is? Shit, I don't think so. <laughs>
0: you're in ninth, ninth grade. You should know what a certainly metaphor is. It's not the is. way well, this movie explains it. <laughs> we should get into
2: that first seance a little bit more. So, like, you have a bunch of kids up on the roof watching this eclipse through, like, two pieces of negative
0: film. Which I guess is uh, a way that you can view an eclipse, but not the way that they were doing it. Yeah, no, they they were just holding like developed film. Yeah, just like up in front of their eyes. Um
2: but it was cutting between that and the séance and then like we get our first introduction to a character named Sister Death.
0: Right? Cuz this is a this is of course is a school run by nuns.
2: Yes, because of course because, course, of, because cat, of course, you know, like <laughs> Spain, Spain, and the Catholics. Yep. Um, we get our first look at her, and first thing we see is she has Undertaker eyes.
0: Yeah. Well, she's blind, so they do the whole like, oh, white blind eyes. Yeah, which no actual blind person has, you know, uh, unless the, unless their eyes have gone real milky. It happens sometimes. Get I that, mean, get that milky eye yeah um that, that but, first that first shot of her you know what it just reminded me of though like as soon as i saw it It looks exactly like the movie poster for the devil inside yeah i was thinking the exact did same you guys thing. ever see that really shitty movie yeah. the devil inside well i feel
2: like it's a played out trope having spooky nuns with scary eyes right
0: <laughs> no it absolutely is but I think in the Devil Inside, it was because the nun was possessed or something, yeah. not just because right, no, she was a, the
2: Undertaker. Well, this this that's like, what I thought it was going to be. And right, I guess me she too.
0: Kind of is.
2: You she's know, she's a good,
1: good spooky but. nun. If not, she doesn't really understand personal boundaries. Yeah, <laughs> she keeps like. <laughs> Sniffing Veronica, like, like blowing cigarette smoke in her enough. hair. Like, she talks sometimes, and you can see, like,
0: her breath pushing Veronica's hair. It's like, get back, lady. Like, <laughs> seriously, I understand you're blind, but back the fuck up. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. mean, she she is basically sister exposition. Like, that's what she really is. She's the wise old mage who also understands the way of the spirits. right. Because <laughs> she she blinded herself because she also saw demons, but then she realized that you see demons with your mind and not with your eyes or something. <laughs> Man,
2: that whole character was pretty dumb yeah. and unnecessary. Yeah, very. Um, yeah, from there we just, uh, we get... Several scenes of her taking care of her her siblings and spooky things start happening around the house. The
0: know? hot water gets turned on in her little brother's bathtub while she's out of the room. Yeah, her her bag keeps falling off of the bag with the, the Ouija, Ouija board cabinet. keeps
2: falling off the cabinet over and over yeah. again. The the Simon game she has keeps beeping at her.
0: Yeah, <laughs> and then anytime anything like actually demonic happens it always does that thing where oh she wakes up and it was just a dream yeah there were but then, too many dream sequences. but then she's got like a, a handprint bruise on her yeah. arm or something which has been done a million times before yeah or a bite marker or... yeah well there's that great scene i i thought it was great uh, maybe not in the way they intended but still great where Uh, she wakes up one morning and then the, her, her little sisters and brother come in and start jumping on her bed and asking her to make them breakfast. And then they just start biting her and like tearing off huge chunks of her flesh. And then she wakes up and it was just a dream. Yeah. Which I, th- I found that whole scene really funny. I thought it was really funny too. Just like all of these little kids just like biting her like little zombies. But I will say the practical effects in that scene were very good. Yeah, and I feel but- like that,
1: that kind of stuff can't be too hard to do though. Like get some latex put it on the arm like a little like blood or something i mean yeah it's it and, not
0: hard to do but so often movies will just defer to cg because they well, can't i seems don't think odd. this movie
2: had the budget for cg
0: there
1: was some cg i, I don't think you'd get like just just to divide the arm i i didn't find it particularly
0: impressive the cg in
2: this movie
0: was bad the few times it's used, yeah, that kind of shows its budget. Uh, Honestly, like, the, the, the practical effects, effects are, are worth talking about because, like... Yeah, let's do that. I, I constantly
2: flowed between thinking the practical effects were really good and then just going and swinging to the opposite side, where think... it was like, this is just a guy in a black morph suit that's a little textured. See, I,
1: I thought that, like like, all of, like, the, you know, like, the creepy demon hands and all that stuff in the movie, like, I guess maybe because at a certain point she flips up a bunch of mattresses and they have, like, this dark mold over them and that that's kind of creepy, but I... I thought like the demon
0: hands looked really goofy when they were practical and CGI. They weren't any better. Uh, I, I didn't think they. I mean, in their design, a little bit, they kind of look like dry dog turds. See, the
1: one, the one part that I did think was uh, was actually kind of creepy was it's like the first night. I think after she's performed the seance, she wakes up and uh, the t- her her two sisters are like balled up in a corner in, in her, her closet yeah. yeah in her closet and then she turns around and it's her it's her father but he's naked and he's just like quietly whispering her voice and walking closer it gave me the sort of feeling like something from like it follows where yeah, it's just like I, this, this image it's, it's someone that you you know but it's warped and it's it's I, like I thought that scene was
0: I thought that scene was pretty creepy too and it didn't even lose me when she gets thrown onto the bed and all of the hands like come up from the bed i thought the i thought the effects in that scene worked pretty well for me like like you mentioned the the hands do look a little bit like turd hands (laughs) yes um, a a little bit but i thought (laughs) i thought the the practical effects in that like having the hands coming up from the bed and like grabbing her and touching her and stuff that gave me very uh much like repulsion vibes yeah yeah because i mean it was the effects were kind of done in the same way i mean repulsion is a much older movie but the way they did that was still the same. I think that whole sequence is maybe the most effective in the movie for oh, me. Oh yeah, for sure. I I kind of disagree in that. I
2: feel like the 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 hands in the bed kind of undercut the the creepiness of the dad a little bit. I feel like it took it's, away. It's
1: such an exaggeration compared to the, the sort of dis-
2: Okay, sure. Yeah. I can see that. Yeah, it was still effective though. I feel like it just undercut a little bit of the subtlety of the 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 father stuff. See, right?
0: I I th- maybe the reason it worked better for me is because watching that scene, I was expecting them to do the the really cheap easy move of all of a sudden having him like rush up into the camera like get right up in her face and bad jump scare and then they didn't do that and i was like oh good <laughs> so yeah. maybe i just set my expectations it was kind of
2: dumb that he did turn into like black
0: Morph suit poop man. Yeah, that's what the demon looks like. You know, I think in terms of the effects, the the times that the practical effects don't work for me is when they're combined with the CG, because the CG does not look great, and so it undercuts the practical effects. The few times where it's, like, just practical effects, I think it works pretty well. I would agree with that for the most
2: part. The main demon monster still kind of looked bad and i think that was mostly practicals yeah well i
0: i wouldn't be surprised if it was just a morph suit with textures digitally put on it yeah i think in some of the close-ups it might have been practical but it was definitely cg a, a few times yeah the 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 demon was kind of uninspired I I liked it when it was like just a shadow like on the walls and stuff. But then when it is just like a big walking featureless turd man, that's when it it loses me.
2: Well, and it's weird because the first time we see him, it, he's kind of out of focus. Yeah, and we were saying how he kind of looked like Raisin Boy from Amityville. Yeah, Awakening. well,
0: when, like when you see his reflection in like the television behind her, I think when they're when they're using that kind of subtlety, it works much better than when you actually see. Yeah, it. I would agree. And, I like when you see him walking past windows a lot. And, yeah, and it's just sort of like a dark silhouette. That stuff works a lot better than the poop man yeah the, honestly the I feel man. like
2: they had a lot of set pieces that they wanted to do so they kind of just built a movie around them
1: yeah and it's a, it's a shame because if it's supposed to be this uh, actually big true story uh where it's like the police actually confirmed something paranormal which i i did a little more research there's still not a whole lot apparently the police just uh like doors were opening uh, unnaturally oh, and there funky. was a, a, a jesus was disconnected from like a crucifix and oh. so it uh it seems like it has all this hype around it just because some some dumb police did uh, some crazy uh uh, superstitious policemen you know what you, know what you know what would it have
0: you know what would have been an interesting movie if they had done this instead cuz they could if it's if they're doing the based on true story thing they should have just had when the cops show up at the beginning and then they like ad- Instead of cutting back to three days beforehand, they should have had it just play out in real time from there where she like dies that night and then see the police investigating the circumstances of what happened and then spooky shit happens to them while that's happening. I think that would have been a more interesting movie. Yeah, because I, I I I actually kind of would have dug
1: that. Of course, we can. It we depends, can't on, the ac- depends that, on the execution, but... of course. Right. If but... they, I I think they could even cross cut it between what they have and some of that. Yeah, too, you know, that's because true. it seems like with with like wreck and stuff. I mean, <laughs> maybe this director just thinks apartments are scary. But yeah, yeah right uh, <laughs> that. He if he can make a movie like a zombie movie that takes place in an apartment building to try and just set it in like one apartment and
0: uh, and that's have one this of the paranormal stuff that's uh, one of the yeah. strongest things about wreck is it's is its setting I think I mean that's a different movie for a different day but having the whole thing taking place in this locked-down apartment building is really tense especially and- like with these people like trying to navigate around a familiar setting that has become sinister, you know?
2: Yeah. Which is weird because this movie does that same thing, except I didn't find, you know, the stuff they did in the, the apartment scary at all. Well, Because
1: following the, the possession of the, the girl is honestly, it's, it's almost like we've seen this in a lot of other movies before. That's the thing. It It felt very derivative.
0: It's extremely, it's extremely predictable. I, I would say overall, it's a very unoffensive film. There were only a few times where I laughed because of how stupid something was. Not more so than like your average film. It didn't give me enough of like the fresh perspective that I was looking for. It felt like it felt like a by the number James Wan film. I think James Wan is is a slightly more competent director, maybe not necessarily a more creative director. But I mean, he knows how to make the kinds of movies that have become his thing. You know, I I just I wanted to see something that I hadn't seen before in this movie. And I, I didn't. No, I, I feel like, once again, like, they had
2: a lot of set pieces in mind for, like, monster effects and stuff, right. and they kind of built the story around it, but the thing is, they didn't have a focused story to put that in, and so it became just uninspired by the number stuff, you
0: know? One of my bigger problems with it is it almost felt insulting to the viewer's intelligence a few times where it kind of, like, spoon-feeds you stuff. Oh, yes, it's really yeah. not hard to figure out. And, like, you were talking about while we were watching it, the repetition of certain right, things. Right, just like where that. Where they'll keep Ugh. saying the same lines over and over again, and even having, like a memory of the spoken line or something. Like, they don't trust you to take in the or information. Like when she's
2: walking and under her is a giant <laughs> copy of the, book of, the of the
1: instruction booklet, and yeah. And then at the end when it's almost like they do, like, this giant, like... Usual suspect style, like reflection on all the events in the movie. Of the yeah, and, the
0: detective typing out his report or whatever. And or they like just even like even before
1: when when it's like Ver- Veronica, it's like during the big climax where they cut back to every single like spooky event that occurred within the movie itself. When she has like her. I don't even know what to, what to call it her her
0: revelation or her the end of her character arc. I mean, I, it was barely even a revelation. Like it, was, it wasn't. It was just. It was, it was more a repetition. It was everything. Well, the thing is, to is that it's, we didn't get it. Is, is, is it's treated like a revelation, where like that, like we talked about in the really dumb ending of uh, My Bloody Valentine three D. Where Jensen Ackles, like it goes back, and it and see you see him at all of the murder sites, like taking off his mask, (laughs) and it's like, oh, it was him. It it that was treated the same way in Veronica, but the revelation is just she was possessed and not being strictly haunted, which seems which is like six of one, half dozen of the other. You know, (laughs) like. Well, what what's the fucking difference? Well,
2: you know what really confused me about that whole section is they they went out of their way to show the four-year-old kid drawing this like symbol of like invocation. Yeah, cuz he
0: she gives him the fucking instruction booklet and cuz he's four, he flips to another page and he can't read yeah. And so he draws a symbol of invocation on the wall next to all of the symbols of protection. Yeah, like, yeah, but uh, why job. even
2: have that
0: if, like, yeah. you're gonna say she's been possessed from the, the whole, beginning? Right. Well, that that was another thing too. It's like he turns the page and you see him starting to draw it, and you're like, oh no, he's gonna invoke the demon instead of banishing it. But. They've already proven that those banishment symbols don't work earlier on, and the demon is already there anyway, so what What? What does the symbol of invocation add to the threat? The demon's already been invoked, that's the point of the whole fucking movie.
2: Well yeah, because we see earlier she draws these like symbols of
0: protection to put above the beds, and they just like... Immediately burn up, you know. Yeah, well, she sees the demon in their ro- in the kid's room one night and goes in there and just it touches the the hanging symbols and they just catch fire. Oh, yeah, so and it like, also
1: it, it goes to choke one of the little sisters and it turns into like a muppet hand <laughs> right at
0: the end and goes around her neck. It does sometimes look like a muppet hand. <laughs> it would see that's the thing. Like like I was saying earlier, the, the when mix they of the, the mix CGI of the CG and the, and the yeah, practical no. doesn't
2: work. You know what? Scene was the most baffling to me in this movie though is the the whole backwards sequence.
1: See the for me it was all the cuz like twice or maybe even three times in the movie there's just like uh, a, a Spanish rock song that begins to play as she's looking into like these these glow in the dark stars that she has above her bed. Well,
0: apparently, I I was reading on the IMDb page that is a an actual Spanish rock band called Heroes of Silence, and gotta milk them for all. And every every like the entire soundtrack of the movie was recorded by that band. OK, and she's I mean, and even all the instrumental stuff. And she's like wearing one of their T-shirts in a bunch of the scenes. And she has the posters and stuff on the wall. I'm not saying that it worked. I'm just like, that's why they kept doing that. I was, curious, I was I was curious about well, them.
1: So is it like she listened to them while she was alive and they they did the music then? Or? I, I don't know if that's it's that
0: deep. Was,
2: was that the same band that was playing at the, the high schoolers party? Fifteen-year-old party, <laughs> probably just adults playing rock music with a bunch of teenagers. Probably,
1: yeah. yeah, yeah. That all that, that just felt really weird. Like this, this movie seemed to like not really shift in tones because it was all you know trying to be a horror movie, but it would go from like really like synthy, like like uh sort of John Carpenter esque, and then it would move into like. Other like more orchestral kind of music and it just felt, it well, felt talk, like
0: talk to Heroes of Silence about that. Yes.
1: <laughs> I just felt like it didn't uh Heroes of Be Silent, please. I've had enough of this music. <laughs> it's almost like they didn't they didn't know how to how to fill all this this time. They knew they wanted to tell the possession story of this girl, but the problem is the difference between this real uh, possession and any other made-up movie possession is just your willingness to want it to be
0: true, which is, like, I don't. (laughs) It it did feel very music video-y at times, especially in that scene where, like, she's walking forwards and everybody else is walking backwards, which I think is just supposed to be, like...
2: Spooky. Uh, Yeah, it's a. a She sees herself. Spooky. It's a a metaphor.
0: (laughs) She. It's just to reflect her internal state. I mean, that's been done in like so many music videos, and I mean, it's a cool visual, and that's why everybody does it. But it it didn't make any sense in the context of the film. Honestly,
2: that with the combination of. Her, like, banging her head against the mirror just made me feel like they were trying to rip off uh, Twin Peaks.
0: (laughs) A little bit. (laughs) It did, yeah. There was so much in this movie that I had seen before.
1: Well, yeah, pretty much
0: everything. Pretty much everything. By the numbers. They didn't do anything
2: new. That
1: I don't think I've seen in a movie before is a floor cleaner jingle be sung so much and so, like, endearingly by the
2: characters we, we, yeah. I hope they got
1: paid for that
0: honestly <laughs> cause I I believe that probably Kentea? is uh an actual thing oh I'm sure sh- I'm sure oh, it's absolutely. an actual thing
1: but as as you pointed out Ben well it's like as if a uh, a, a movie equivalent of this in America they just started singing like
0: the the Kit Kat barge yeah <laughs> right well okay so let's talk about it's a that. soft song Let, let's let's talk about why they do that because I think that's one of the weakest things in this movie because it just doesn't it seems really stupid to me she discovers from the hasbro instruction booklet that if you don't say goodbye to a spirit at the end of the seance then it's gonna follow you and that's why she's being haunted slash possessed So, but also, to say goodbye, you don't just tell it goodbye. You have to chant a mantra or sing a soft song.
2: Yeah. Why even have an adios on the board if you're not gonna have that be the goodbye? And also,
0: like, in the first seance during the eclipse, like, the glass breaks and Veronica starts, like, seizing. So, like, how are they supposed to say goodbye uh, the anyway. other two are supposed
2: to sing Kintea at her
0: yeah. <laughs> because
2: they need to clean the
0: floors anyway,
2: so, you know, win-win.
0: Um, so then at the end when they have that second seance, they sing the, the Kintea song because it's a, a song that even the children know because it's on TV all the time. It makes me wonder, could you just like sing the Alphabet song just over and over again? I mean and and make the demons go bye-bye. I feel like that would be an equally generic,
2: you know, <laughs> spooky song to sing, the to go get a away demon. ghost what? a b
1: <laughs> c d e f g. Just seems weird that they would make it a floor cleaner jingle. Why not just choose like uh a, like any other song that might have been popular Well I mean time. who knows
0: like maybe in in the early 90s in Spain like that commercial that was, their was shit. like that was that it was on everyone. TV all it was on TV all the fucking time you know just like the the Kit Kat equivalent in America like that's that on TV all the so. time I mean I I get their reasoning but in the context of the movie it seems really dumb and also for the answer to fight the demon to be as simple as, oh, you just got to have a seance and say goodbye. Yeah. But make sure you just don't be rude. Just say goodbye. You don't hang up the phone without saying goodbye. Why are you going to talk to a demon and not say goodbye? (laughs) (laughs) I just, and I, I,
1: I, as I mentioned before, everything feeling rushed, it's that, like, her breakdown of whatever she's going through feels like it it happens on a on a whim like uh, she seems fine for a lot of other moments but then when it's time for her to have to like be crazy and to start causing trouble then of course she she goes crazy and starts causing trouble when she tries to go to her friends which that whole thing really confused me her relationship with her friends after the séance because they look like they hate her but then they don't actually hate her. But, but then they really yeah, they really, do, yeah, they really hate do hate
0: her. Well, because we find out that when she was whispering or whatever after the first seance, she whispered that she was going to die on uh, like three days later or something like that. So I guess that freaked them out and they didn't want to associate with her. But that scene is really dumb when they go to the the party at the one girl's house, which is happening in broad daylight, mind you. Right. Yeah, which I yeah. thought was a little weird because, like, usually when when the kids have parties, they have them at night. Nineties kids, yeah. nineties kids partying during Nine. the daytime. <laughs> yeah. But she goes and just yells at them to like come back and do the seance again, and just looks like a total crazy person. So of course they throw her out. I didn't understand why that scene was there, especially then when she was just able to have the seance with the kids again later. Although, I guess it didn't work. Like, she still got a, a big turd hand shoved down her throat and <laughs> yeah. died. Yeah. You know why they had that scene? It
2: was to, to feature the rock band.
0: Probably. Heroes um, of Silence was like, we want to be in a scene. We did all the music. want to hang around a bunch of little,
1: little like... We want to hang out with a bunch nice of 15-year-olds. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which I... I don't know how you guys felt about it, but I wasn't. I I didn't really like the lead
0: actress Veronica. I I thought she was. I thought she was okay. I thought she did not okay I thought, job. She, I thought she was so okay.
1: Plain, and I didn't feel her expressions changed at all during the movie. It this just, it just seems so one note. Like this things, was her first film. Okay, and that, I mean that's. I guess that that could be f- forgiven, but uh, again, like that, uh, y- you gotta try and find someone.
2: See, I blame most of that on her not having material to work I with. Guess I guess so. I do too. Cause... More than her but acting I even, ability, I didn't feel itself. like.
1: I didn't feel that closeness with her like siblings or anything like that either. And well I once sure again I th- once hard, again but... I think
0: that comes down to the script more than her as an actor. I think in terms of showing emotion she did she did a fine job. I just thought it was so uh But I mean there is there is nothing spectacular about any of these performances like the the, we were saying the youngest brother looks like Guillermo del Toro. Yeah, he's got these big bug eye spectacles <laughs> and this like big mop of curly hair. He's like, I don't know. I know he's just a little kid, but I hate that fucker, man. I don't know.
1: I don't know what it was. That was I that. Was,
0: I mean, I know he was like a child, child, but he was not a good actor. Constantly <laughs> good actor. pissing his yeah, bed. constantly pissing himself, and it just
1: seemed like. And Just then he would so he would weird. he
0: would go to Veronica and be like, "I won't wet the bed again tomorrow." And then the next day is like, "I wet the bed." Well, yeah, because they, they do that, like they, they they show that like the
1: that the the kid is like he's like, "Oh, you know, Dad read this book to me last night and all that," and so the, the Veronica's like, "Oh God, you know, like the demon's gonna try and eat him or something." But uh, then they turn it around. They 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 have the, I, I don't know if this is a as we mentioned, yeah, like, we've she's, yeah, she's not haunted, she's possessed. Which so, undermines
2: it, like half of the movie, honestly. Right.
1: And it and what's unfortunate, it's not it's not like other movies where they try and teeter that line where it's like, oh, was it real? Or was this all just like Does her well, have to that's be a what woman? I, that's
0: what I thought they were doing, and I was getting I was about to get really frustrated and and then they prove beyond a doubt at the end that there was something paranormal. Yes, happening, no, they, they which then triple frus- down, on which that. then frustrated me that they tried to imply that there maybe wasn't. Yes, yeah, yes, yeah, they, yeah.
2: It, it 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 seems so wishy washy. The
0: the way, like I said earlier, Couldn't make a the, decision. The way they approach it is like it's some big revelation, but it's not. Like, being possessed and being haunted, like, really, what's the difference in the grand scheme of things? Why does it matter that it's one over the other?
2: Well, the problem was they couldn't make a decision, much like... How many dream sequences they had in this movie? They couldn't just stick with something; they had to undo whatever they did, right? Which I'm, which completely, I, you know, flattened the movie out and removed any stakes or scariness it
0: had. You I know? would love to see in a movie like this where something scary happens and they don't just wake up and think it was a dream. Where something scary happens and they run the fuck out of their house and like sleep in their car, like <laughs> parked three blocks down the road or whatever. Yeah. You well, know? Hey, that- isn't that what happens in uh in, in the conjuring? Like when shit
1: really hits the fan for the first time, they're like, eh, let's go to this hotel. Well you see
0: Eugene, The Conjuring is a good movie. <laughs> uh, yeah, God, that's. I mean, I I say that as somebody who's pretty fucking tired of James Wan and everything he stands for, but The Conjuring is a legitimately good. Well,
1: and film. it's it's something that we we had said before. This sort of movie, like ghost haunting or demon possession, has been done so many times, like, yeah, for, yeah, yeah, for decades. But you still can have a movie. That makes it fresh. If you have that sort of eye, and you got a style that
0: will make it uh, something new again, you know this. Maybe for somebody who has never seen a, a demonic possession slash ghost movie before, <laughs> they might think this is a fantastic film. I I don't think Veronica is like a bad movie. It's just very uninspired, and it doesn't it doesn't bring any sort of fresh perspective to an extremely overdone and tired subgenre of horror. I think if you're going to do a demonic possession slash ghost haunting a family or a house movie, you have to do something new.
2: Well, and that's the thing, too. I'm baffled by how good of a response this movie is getting, because,
0: you know, like... Multiple people have told me to watch this because they they thought it was, like, so scary and so great. And I mean... I know we watch more scary movies than the average Joe, but, Except like... Have we, have we spoiled
1: um, ourselves? Can we not enjoy the movies is, the same know, way? Like,
0: no, that's not true, EG. <laughs> like,
2: like I was saying earlier, it's just so wishy-washy that it removes any stakes the movie has, yeah. and it can't be scary if it doesn't feel like anything can legitimately happen, you know? Yeah, and, I agree. And, uh, you know, I... I hate to say it, but this might fall into that cliche. That that cliche. Shut up! No,
1: get the
0: fuck out of here. Honestly,
2: though, like I feel like people might be. Thinking this is a scary movie than it actually is because it's in Spanish.
0: But I know people who like this movie who don't like to read subtitles, <laughs> like those kind of people. I don't think, and it's even just then, like a, 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 a horror movie
1: like like this or
0: just a lot of horror movies
1: in general, it's the the, the scares are not set up on the language. It's more about like just uh, the way it's crafted. So I think that the the things that people would find scary about it would have to be related to whatever spooky thing My counterpoint though is I feel like people
2: who don't normally watch foreign movies are going to be more forgiving of the
0: script. Maybe. You know, watching this than they would if it was in English. (sighs) Potentially. I mean, there is definitely something to say for things being lost in translation and sometimes it's the bad things that are being lost, so that could be that could be a possibility i don't know though because i
2: thought the script was bad in this movie honestly like visually this movie looked nice it does and look that's nice. one of the yeah, strongest really suits nice. of it is they the cinematography cool, is kind of cool. they do, some cool, cool. Camera they do stuff. some cool rolls with the camera yeah and some interesting things but the script is
0: just uninspired and bad and i i feel like more so from a from a a story standpoint than a dialogue standpoint some of the dialogue is pretty fucking ham-fisted and corny especially the exposition but a lot of the dialogue itself is not what bothers me it's it's the story the plot doesn't doesn't do what i need it to do to be interesting
2: yeah i don't know man cuz like like we were talking about earlier, the the whole Kantea stuff, you know, stuff like that, you know, like, yeah. if it was in English, we would be rolling our eyes even harder than we already were at it, you know?
1: Well, I think the fact we were rolling our eyes, it uh, didn't work for us. I'm sure there are other people that might might consider it uh, endearing, but certainly I think it, it turned us off even being in a different language, so I think that... Uh, It's just a matter of it works for some people and it doesn't work for others. And again, I think that's because we watch so many more movies that. uh, Well,
0: yeah, we've we've seen this same story so many times before that at a certain point, you just you know what's going to happen. And if if at some point this film had really like subverted my expectations and done something really far out there and crazy, I would have given it massive props for that. But, I mean, it takes basically the same kind of pacing and direction as any other haunting movie.
2: It Yeah, it totally takes this tired, ripped-from-the-headlines paranormal story, well, and it does nothing new with
0: it. One, one thing that it started to do that I found a bit interesting but then was never explored at all was when Veronica goes back to see Sister Death again to like get her help with dealing with the demons or whatever. She she says something about God and the and Sister Death says like God has nothing to do with this, leave him out of it, which I was like, "Okay, that could be interesting. A demonic possession thing that doesn't have anything to do with like religion." But then there's zero further exploration of well, that. Yeah, yeah. It's like it's like baiting me without actually hooking they me, you They know? don't fall
2: into the traps of heavy handed Christian
0: symbolism in this movie. Except for a couple of times when the crucifix falls off Yeah, the wall. yeah. Um, and 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 the nuns. The, yeah. The the, yeah, the spooky yeah. nun. Yeah. That
2: didn't save it no. in any way, so
0: No no no. Well because they because they didn't explore that. That's something that I would be more interested to see like uh this might be kind of a bad example because I ultimately did not like the the movie I'm about to mention but the the Iranian film Under the Shadow that Eugene and I watched several yeah. months ago I didn't think it was a very good movie I thought it was boring but at least it examined the idea of a haunting from from like an like an Islamic perspective which I thought was really interesting because it's something that's unique to that culture and something that we don't see as much of in the Western world. And I mean, I know I know Spain is not Iran, you know, and they're you know, Catholic, which is something we're obviously familiar with in this country. But there's just I. They started to do that with saying that it had nothing to do with religion, and then they just they never explored that at all. And I think yeah. that was I think that was a huge missed opportunity to make the film more interesting. Well, yeah, and
2: they fall into like Norse symbolism, but only but they have it, no
0: explanation for why. Right, it's just the the symbol yeah. of protection. So yeah, it's like they have these little buds of, like, possibly interesting things sprouting off the main trunk of the story, but then they don't fucking go anywhere, and it still just does the same fucking thing that we've seen a million times before. I don't know. Overall, not not a terrible movie, but didn't really do much for me in the long run. You want to I- rate? Yeah. Yeah,
1: let's rate this, baby. Why don't you start, Eugene? <clears throat> well... I think I've explained most of my my feelings. I just felt it, it almost did not trust the audience to piece anything together for themselves. And so it just is constantly beating you over the head with any any little bit of exposition they try and give you, which means that there's very little exposition because they spend so much time repeating the same shit over and over again. And again, as we mentioned, it's the things that we've seen in... Movies uh, uh, much better than this, in Repulsion or The Exorcist, or I'd even say things like The Last Exorcism, where it's not a great movie, but that they still they 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 do that like you know, girl possessed by a by a demon thing. I think a lot better, and I wasn't really convinced by any of the acting. I wasn't a fan of the 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 lead actress, and I didn't feel the relationship between her and her siblings and it just fell all flat for me so i'm gonna have to give it a two stars i think it's kind of a stinker two pods right pods that's that's what we do here (laughs) two pods in the sky blocking out the sun
0: (laughs) then
2: well you know i'll give this movie you know that it had nice visuals you know it looked nice and some of the camera movement was cool, and you know I even liked some of the practical effects. I thought the 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 person shaped mold spots on the the bottom of the that beds was, cool. was kind of cool. But you know, overall, this movie, like I was saying earlier, it just couldn't commit to any of the moves it was making, and it totally deflated the 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 tension of the movie and made it too flat. And a lot of the stuff we've seen before and dozens of other exorcism, possession, ghost movies, you know, like it it did nothing new with the material and it just fell flat into cliche after cliche. And it was was a bummer, man, because I thought they had potential from the start going into it because I was like, Wreck is pretty good, you know, Wreck is a good movie. And people but, were saying but, good things about it. But the it. reason Wreck was good is because it did something original. For, this the, t- movie, for the time, For the yeah, time, definitely. absolutely. But that was the problem with this movie. It doesn't really do anything original. They, It felt like a collection of set pieces that they thought would be spooky to shoot. The story around it just didn't work. It, it was too heavy-handed, like you were saying, Eugene, with how m- many times it repeated metaphors and stuff. And then, like, it would go back and forth. Between... I would,
1: I would, uh, I would say metaphors is even. It's just more like lines of dialogue. Well, yeah, it's more repetition than anything. Right. You know?
2: They, they, they like to think they're metaphors. You know, <laughs> yeah.
1: but they wish this was French toast. This isn't even bread. <laughs> um,
2: but they can't just. They just can't commit to anything and it's it's the undoing of this movie. I would not recommend this movie um unless you have absolutely nothing else to watch on uh, <laughs> netflix if you're Correct. if you're coming short of any other recommendations I mean watch uh, it
0: over Ravenous or the Cloverfield paradox, yeah, I mean <laughs> I, guess I, I could mean say that.
2: <laughs> This isn't a movie to seek out, though. I, 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 would, I would say, agree. you know, I, I would probably give this a two and a half pods out of five. I thought the visuals and the the moldy human shaped spots worked well
1: enough, but the rest of the movie was blah. Isn't that kind of when a movie is like? It, it can be supported just by like the mold <laughs> people are like well that was that was, was a cool effect thing. it was it, was, yeah, it, it looked, was
2: something I hadn't seen looked, before look dirty know? <laughs>
0: yeah
2: uh, it was one of the only original things in the movie and that's why it stood out so
0: much yeah to me. yeah <laughs> I I would say that ultimately this is this movie is just a lot of missed potential to, to be unique in an extremely tired subgenre. It, it's pretty unoffensive. I It's not a miserable watch, um, but it's also just totally uninspired. And if you've seen a lot of movies like this, uh, you've seen all of this stuff done before, and you've probably seen it done better. Like there are better movies that tell basically the same story, so in that sense, like yeah, why would you go seek it out when you can go just see the same story done better? You know, um, I think I'm going to give it a two and a half pods as well. Uh, it, it's not terrible by any means. It does some some cool stuff uh, visually, but uh, you know, ultimately just um, just kind of uninteresting and predictable.
2: Well, let's leave this on a more interesting note. Let's uh, give recommendations on possession type of movies we think do work.
0: All right. So watch befo- before we do that, let me give the average rating. Okay. Uh, sure. So the the average rating for Veronica is 2.3 pods. See it or don't. Whatever. You know? You're not missing out a <laughs> you're, lot. If you, if you don't go watch this movie, you're not really missing anything but if you do see it you're not really losing anything either so yeah. i mean it eh yeah okay but i like so, your i like your idea let's each
2: think of one possession exorcism ghost movie type of thing instead of veronica i would probably recommend just watching the original exorcist oh yeah. i watched it a month or two ago, and it's surprising how well that movie still holds up today.
0: I didn't see that movie for the first time until I was in college.
2: I think it's genuinely spooky even today, and the story keeps you invested throughout. It ha- It's kind of a slow burn at first, which I think has not aged the best for modern audiences, but I think it's still enthralling and the The cinematography in it is really great. So yeah. watch that instead of Veronica if you have a have the option.
1: Well, I uh, I I would have said The Exorcist as well because I, I I even feel the slow burn in that just sort of helps to set it up as a more uh, a serious horror movie that is is willing to take its time to really establish cuz they they set up they take a lot of time setting up the the little girl as a character before all this happens to her just to to actually show like how how nice she is and and then how awful she gets near the end of the movie. There's
0: actually juxtaposition.
1: Right. <laughs> yeah, whereas yeah, in Veronica's photos all just one note. But as as I mentioned before, it's not a Perfect movie. It has its issues, but I think something like the Last Exorcist is uh, is definitely worth a watch. It came out in two thousand nine, two thousand eleven,
0: something like that. I believe, that. and it's about the this... Last Exorcist or the Last Exorcism.
1: Oh, Last Exorcism, I think. Okay, that came out yeah.
0: in two thousand and ten.
1: Two thousand ten. okay. I have not oh, actually close. seen that. Me one. either. Right. The Last Exorcism, because it's about a a a exorcist, but he he like openly acknowledges that what he's doing is like, it's, it's a con game that for the people he's doing it for, they, they help them out in some way to work through their problems. But he, he treats it all as just smoke and mirrors. Is that the the found footage one? Yes. Okay, yes. all right. But then he's, he's taken to an exorcism where it seems much more than, uh, than just another act. But it still, it tries to play it along that line for a lot of the movie. Um, I don't want to say what, uh, what ends up happening in it, but I think that it, um, cause with, I, I, I think it's always lame when a movie might just, try to go all the way and say it's a full haunting because then you don't have that extra layer about what the internal struggle for that character is like. The skepticism yeah. is interesting. Right, because it, it 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 gives a better understanding to what might be causing a person to act this way, that it's some it's some form of tragedy or or just like the the, the pains of like growing up and maturing. But um Veronica doesn't have that. And I think the last extra Exorcism, yeah. uh, try uh, accomplishes that in a in a better way. So it's it, not a, it's not a
0: great movie. It has its problems, but uh, it's it's definitely worth a watch. Interestingly, The Last Exorcism has a lower rating than Veronica. on yes, both yeah, IMDb no, and Rotten Tomatoes. Not that that says anything, but <laughs> it's
1: because
2: it's in English. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, Well, I would, uh, I yeah, I think The Exorcist is the obvious first choice, uh, but um, I'm gonna recommend the original uh, Amityville Horror from the 70s. Oh, interesting. Um, uh, That is maybe my favorite haunting slash possession movie. Uh, It's really, really fucking well done. You really, it's got a much nicer slow burn and escalation to the. To the, the crazy shit that happens at the end. Um, the acting is really solid. It's really well shot. Uh, it's just all around a more interesting film. And also, for its time, doing something new and interesting that I think does still hold up today. You can't go wrong with that. So so there you have it. Three better films to see than Veronica.
2: Yeah, and even if you've seen Veronica, these other three movies are worth watching to see, you know, those same ideas done, but a little more successfully.
1: And 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 again, if you enjoyed Veronica, we're not saying that you're wrong for enjoying it. It's just again we've we've watched enough movies where it uh it feels like we've we've seen most of this stuff and so yeah. it's just not uh, as effective for us. Yeah,
0: I like I'll reiterate I don't think Veronica is a, is a is a bad film like I was not miserable watching it it just retread so much familiar ground that it didn't surprise me or or scare me because i felt like i already knew what was going to happen in each subsequent scene like it's it's a fine movie like it's it's produced and like directed decently you know like it it, it it's an okay movie so like if you like veronica it's not it's not like you like shit it's just there are, I think, better movies that get at the same kind of ideas that Veronica is getting at. Hell, like another movie that I can not say was a really great movie, but at least does that same kind of thing where you get like a different cultural perspective on the same story is did you guys see that movie The Possession from back in like 2012 yeah. where there's like the the like uh like evil Jewish demon like trapped in in the box or whatever and it comes from like like Jewish uh like huh. folklore and stuff yeah. like that I mean it's it it does a lot of the same stuff by the sort of by the numbers, but it it provides a different perspective. It's not just like a Christian thing, just like how Under the Shadow is is from from an Islamic standpoint of the same story. The possession is from like a like a, a Jewish perspective, and so it's at least more interesting because of that. So I mean, there's there's a lot of de- decent uh, exorcism possession movies out there, so. Yeah, watch the movie Possession. Oh, yes, watch Possession. That's we're going to have to do an episode on that movie at some point. That movie's fucking crazy. Yeah. Um, but I believe that brings us to the end of our show. Uh next week you can expect an episode where we watch and review three movies from 1974. Blast from the past. Blast from the past, determined by Eugene picking one number and me picking another number. Then that's the year that we're doing. Science. Science, man. <laughs> so uh, next episode will be more of an examination of what horror was like in the year 1974 than around a, a particular Should we uh, theme. announce
2: the movies for 74? Yeah, if you've got them, let's do yeah, it. Yeah, so let me bring it up. Cause I was I was going through these, and we're a little limited because some of the movies like Texas Chainsaw Massacre obviously deserve their own episode. A, a, indiv- yeah,
0: individual um, episodes. We've already done Black Christmas, that was from '74.
2: So I know the first one is a movie called Phase Four, which is the science fiction horror movie about killer ants. Ooh, uh, Sounds fun. Um The uh, second movie is uh, Blood for Dracula, which is an Andy Warhol take on Dracula. Oh, Oh, jeez.
0: And then the third is Death Dream. Which I have actually seen before and I remember enjoying. So I'm looking forward to talking about that one. Solid lineup right
2: now. Uh, Those may change, but... Probably, probably, probably will stick to those.
0: Yeah, if not, we'll we'll let you know. But uh, expect that next week. That should be uh, a fun episode. Um, if you like the show, you can please leave us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts that allow you to rate and review. We would really appreciate that very much. We we love you, and we'll continue to uh, squeeze our nice tasty words into your open ear holes you can follow us on facebook and twitter at pod people pod or you can email us if emails are still your jam at pod people pod at gmail.com uh send us questions we want to start up a, a uh question of the week segment um send us recommendations things you'd like to see mini pods or full-length themed episodes on uh like i said this this film was uh uh requested by uh katie connell so thank you again for that and we're hoping to get some more of those requests in pretty soon um the show is produced by ben and scored by ben also and edited by me and um you can follow me on twitter at mr van awesome do you guys have anything you'd like to plug slash drop listen to more episodes yeah, we've got a bit of a backlog. If you're a new listener, go back and check out some of our older stuff. Um, be warned, some of those early episodes are not of similar quality. We're still <laughs> finding our footing a little bit. But there's good discussions there, so go back and listen to those anyway. Yeah, you got some fun stuff in there. Yeah. Just dig in a little bit. Eugene, are you still doing back rubs with your hook hand? Uh, you know, the, like, I, the weather's been getting
1: nicer, and... People are, um, are out and about more, so it's harder to find that, like, to, to really get to know somebody because then everyone's crowding around. They're like, get off of them. What are you doing? Like, ah, they're screaming. And it's like, well, don't you think I feel bad about it? And I just, um, I'm taking a little break for right now, but I'm actually doing, um, I'm, I'm selling plugs, so I'm plugging my plugs.
0: And I'm also... um um, what, what kind of plugs? Like hair plugs? Like electrical plugs? If electrical plugs, is it just the plug without the cord? Like uh, sink plugs? Yeah, or like, like sink plugs or bathtub plugs? It's it's, it's, uh, it's... But butt plugs. Butt but, plugs. Oh, yeah. yeah.
1: Um, so I, I'm dropping those. I'm dropping those plugs. And um, plugs just, for plugs. I got the plug on the drops. So if uh, you don't, if you need a back rub, you got to find someone else. But you know, if you need something it up your ass, it's like I'm your man. So that's uh, that's it for me. Just plugging
0: my drops. Drop plugs. All right. Well, thank you as always for listening. We love you. We appreciate you, and we hope that we scare the. Shit out of you sometimes. And hey, don't use Ouija boards, even ones that you buy from the store. Or make sure you read the instructions if you do.
2: Yes. And use Contea. It makes your floors shiny. It makes your sweet. floors
0: shiny. Okay, bye.